What's up guys, welcome back to the NFT Talks podcast. I'm your host, Sean, and today we have Carol Baskin as our guest. Yes, you heard me right. Carol Baskin from the Tiger King is creating NFTs and she's working with the NFT Jungle Collective. Uh, we're gonna go into and talk about the project, what she's doing. Um, you're gonna be surprised by what you're gonna hear because she is very clued up within the NFT space and, and crypto in general. Uh, so make sure you stay listening share this episode and let's help build this community. So welcome back to the NFT Talks podcast. Today I've got two guests with me today um, and I'm excited about this episode. I'll introduce my first guest. You may have seen her uh, before. She is a very popular lady. Uh, she is mostly known for the show, The Tiger King. Uh, but she is here and she's entered the NFT space. She's the founder and CEO of Cat Rescues. Welcome, Carol, to the NFT Thank you for podcast. having me. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> and also, I have Jordan, a friend of mine. We've been talking for a while. And welcome to the NFT podcast. He's the founder of the NFT Collective Entity Jungle Collective, sorry, and welcome, bro. How you doing? Doing very well. Thanks for having me, Sean. Yeah. Um, interestingly, obviously, the Entity Jungle Collectives, you've got all the rhinos, you've got the cats, so people can start making the connection between you and Carol already, which we're going to get into. But what I'm really interested in is what I'm going to talk to Carol about the NFT space and your first introduction into the NFT space where you like, how, how do you find yourself in this space? Because I'm always intrigued about how different people get into these NFT space from different areas, different walks of life. That's what I love the NFT space for. So let me, let, tell me a little bit about that. Well, in 2018 was when I first heard about crypto kitties. And of course, anything that had to do with kitties, I had to find out about that. And so I set up my wallet and I bought my first crypto kitty and I was so excited about it. And I promptly lost my seed phrase and I did not find it again until 2020. I think I had more time on my hands in 2020 with COVID to yeah. be going through all of my drawers and trying to find that seed phrase. So I finally found it. And when I did, of course, you know, Bitcoin was making a huge gain during 2020 and Ether was gaining. And so I really wanted to get back into that space and was so happy to find my keys to be able to do that. So I've been investing in Bitcoin and in Ether, but I have not invested yet in NFTs. I created an NFT in April of 2021 and I sold it for $933.59, I think. And I thought, this is amazing. This is absolutely <laughs> the best thing ever. And then I never sold another one. So, um, I, I'm so happy to be working with artists like the NFT Jungle Collective. They have just such clever uh, drawings and such a great way of giving back to the world. And so that really impressed me about them. Yeah, I mean, that kind of leads me on to uh, Jordan giving your introduction, which, but I second that. I'm, I'm very, I like the NFT uh, Jungle Collective project, especially with the great intentions and the artwork. So I just wanted to say that and second that. But yeah, Jordan, take it away, man. Introduce yourself and tell them a little about yourself. Thank you very much. Yeah, and thanks, thanks for the kind words. Really, really appreciated. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of uh, NFTs or the crypto space, certainly. Um, 
<laughs> Carol makes me uh, feel like a, a real newbie, to, to be honest. Um, I uh, had dabbled a little bit at most and certainly didn't have uh, the, the level of understanding, I think, that, that uh, Carol's got up. Um, however, NFTs came across my radar um, because a close friend of mine who uh, is a mutual friend uh, of ours now, Sean, uh, Kelvin Troy, also known as Master Buzz and CEO uh, of um, NFT Media Box, the Camel Project and Monster Rehab, uh, most recently the, the Avatar Maker. Um, and yeah, I, I saw... I had been learning a little bit about NFTs and saw his uh, profile picture on WhatsApp when we were messaging back and forward. Uh, and it was one of the camels. I was ignorant at this point and said to him, uh, that would make a really cool NFT, you know. <laughs> he had a bit of a chuckle uh, and said, well, yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing. So that was, that was my introduction. Uh, and Lo, who is my uh, partner in this, mm -hmm. um, he's a super creative guy. We've always sort of been really on the same wavelength creatively, talked about um, doing something before. And uh, yeah, so I, I pitched him the idea. Uh, we've known each other for a very long time. Uh, he's based out in, in Houston, Texas, so just a, a wee bit further away yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah like the I, I guess very cliche line but the rest is the rest is history we um there's lots of kind of animal projects out there um and we bounced around a couple of different uh animal ideas uh and then we came up with the concept of doing multiple animals at, mm -hmm. at the time so we had three black rhino, the armor leopard, and orangutan, uh, all, you know, three of the most endangered uh, species in the world, uh, and thought, how can we, we try and help? Um, and it was sort of through that process that led us eventually by a bit of, I would call it luck, but happenstance, um, how we ended up getting in touch with... Uh, with Carol, so yeah, yeah, it's fate. But you know what? It's it's, it's crazy how these these projects, these things that you're doing, lead to different people in different spaces. Like, I mean, Carol, what's your thoughts on the NFT space? Like, I know that you said you kind of you had crypto kitties. Is that right? You in your, yes. in your wallet? Yeah. So I would say you're a lot more. I've read them. <laughs> yeah, like, like Jordan said, I would say you're a veteran. Do not. <laughs> There's a lot of people that I don't know that I know about that project. That's the OG project. It's probably known as the first NFT. I mean, apart from CryptoPunks, because they're not official NFTs if you if you go by the the ERC twenties. But yeah, that's another conversation. But you you were early. You were early to the game. Actually, I've heard so many people who have been interviewed when they said, "How did you first learn about NFTs?" and they say CryptoKitties, and it's like, "Oh, that's so interesting that all of these non-cat people were first introduced by CryptoKitties." I love that. I mean, cats were like the first ones to the internet. So it seems only appropriate that crypto kitties would have been the first into the NFT space. Yeah. And it shows your commitment to the cats that 
even and even brought you to the NFT space because it's one of the first projects. But um, yeah, so I'd love to hear a bit about your story in regards to you meeting Jordan, how that came along in regards to what you guys are going to do uh, in the future. You know, I the first time I remember hearing from them, I was so impressed by virtue of the fact that they actually had a roadmap that was going to be giving to wildlife projects. And uh, I'm going to have to defer to you, Jordan, as to how we actually met. But that was what caught my attention because I get pitched by stuff all the time. But because of the fact that you guys were trying to do good in this space, whereas it seems like so many are just in for a money grab, it really set them apart. Yeah, sure. yeah what, what you say, Jordan? Yeah, um, well, thank you, first of all. But we, so, so low. Um, my partner had been speaking to a number of uh, different charities, sanctuaries, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, worldwide, actually. Um, so some with the rhino, so Global Conservation Force, um, who deal primarily with uh, rhinos and ranger training. We had already partnered with as part of the NFT Jungle Collective. Um, and we wanted a big cat, cat organisation we were finding it particularly difficult um, to be able to find an argument that uh, specifically dealt with armor leopards. Um, I mean, they are so endangered. That is the one of the reasons for that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he had he had set up uh, amongst others uh, an interview um, or a, not an interview, a Zoom with Howard and Carol. Now, Law has never seen tiger king and so he went into that completely the same as he did every other meeting and um he came off and he said some really nice things uh you know and uh, we he's he said i think we should set up a you know follow-up uh zoom meeting and then uh yeah you know i recognized prior to going on i was like that's uh the you know, Carol Baskin and Big Cat Rescue that I had seen before. Uh, and I quizzed him on it. I said, you know, do you not know, uh, you know, who this is? And not to, to embarrass you, Carol, but, you know, I think a uh, little bit kind of starstruck. But ultimately, since the first meeting that, that we had, which went really well, mm. like we seemed to kind of naturally have lots in common, Common goals, you know, are what we were hoping to achieve seem very similar to them. And uh, the new project, because initially the plan was that um, we would, as part of the roadmap, uh, Endangered Beast Rebels, which is under the NFT Jungle Collective, would um, include, uh, you know, adopting... Uh, a couple of cats if, if we sold, you know, a certain percentage. Um, and we thought, actually, we can do so much more here. And uh, once Josh uh, Martin, who's, who's a very talented artist, worked with NFL and NBA, uh, you know, he's very low profile and he mentions these things very cas- casually. <laughs> <laughs> He's telling us he's done stuff for, you know, all sorts of big NBA names uh, but really great guy. And when he started to do the artwork, um, we just thought, absolutely, this is this is the way we've got to go. You know, it's, it's too good. And so, yeah, that kind of led to a bit of a 
nerve-wracking meeting where we first uh, shared our screen and showed uh, Carol and Howard what we were what we were working on. Yeah, Ka- Carol, you, you touched on something there, Jordan. I want to ask um, celebrities coming into the NFT space. Now, uh, some have done well. Some of a lot of haven't done that well. Now, you've said you've been in the NFT space beforehand, which is which is great. I think that's always going to work for you. But having such a high profile, um, everyone knowing your name and whatnot, how do you feel? What what is your what's the plan in regards to executing a project? I mean, have you have you thought about that in regards to who who are you tapping into? What community you tapping into? Who do you want buying your NFTs? Like. That's what I want to know from yourself. Yeah, I think one of the issues that the NFT Jungle Collective ran into was they were taking this idea of NFTs to animal organizations who don't know anything about crypto or NFTs, and they're scared to death of it. And so I think it's been hard for them to make connections with some organizations that would really, really benefit from this. So we have a newsletter that goes out to like, 93,000 of our uh, fans. And so it's being written right now. And there's actually a big story in there where I'm talking about here's all of these different NFT things that we've been involved in and how it's actually generating money for the cats. We've already gotten over 16, maybe $18,000 worth of income coming from NFTs to the cats. And I think if other sanctuaries and zoos and conservation groups see that there is real money that can be generated from this, then they're all going to want to jump into it. As far as how I view using this newfound celebrity status, which I don't feel like I qualify for because celebrities are people who do something absolutely amazing and they perfect it so that people want to follow them and, you know, do whatever they're doing. Whereas I just kind of fell into this because of the crazy dumpster fire that Tiger King was. Um, The one thing I want to be really careful of going into this is how my name is used. And so I've had an awful lot of people pitch me on things like coins, where it was like, that just sounds like a Ponzi scheme. Like you're going to pump this thing up and dump it based on the fact that people recognize my name. And I don't want that. I want this to be something that really generates money for the animals that really does good in the world that benefits amazing artists that have just incredible talent like the people at NFT Jungle Collective and some of these others that we've worked with. And I hope to use it as a way of creating a, um, a <laughs> I hate to say a roadmap because that's what everybody uses in the industry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but kind of a roadmap for other nonprofits and conservation groups to use this as a funding source. Most of my fan base are people my age. I'm 60 years old. They do not have a, a crypto wallet. They, they will never figure out how to buy an NFT. And even though I've tried to hand walk them through it, I've told everybody that I've worked with, if you're doing this so that you can tap into my fan base, <laughs> they're not going to buy this <laughs> stuff because they won't figure it out. But I'm really hoping that there are so many people who already are in this space that don't know how they might be able to benefit animals through their collections and through the types of things that they're doing in these metaverses and so many exciting things that are going on out there. So I'm, I'm thrilled at being the idea of even being able to reach so many new people who all have, I think we all share 
a fascination with wildcats and we all want a world where wildcats live free. And I think this can be a driver for making that happen. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't have said it any better. I mean, you seem you seem pretty clued up. I mean, it's not to patronize in any way, but I've spoke to a few people and you have a very good vision of how you're going to use this tool, what you want to do. It, it's you you're very clued up on it. I'm just gonna that's all I can say, man. Like I'm wowed by that whole this. Did you practice that speech, Carol? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, that is my strong suit. I can see the future. <laughs> Getting to the future, I need to surround myself with amazing talent in order to get to that future okay. that I could see because I can't get us there. Okay, question. All, of all the things you've done in regards to helping the big cats, do you see this this NFT space as something that is that you haven't seen before and it's going to be the most beneficial thing you've done in regards to over the, the lifetime you've been doing this? Yes, I've been saving big cats since I was 17 years old. And I already told you how old I am. So, you know, I've been doing a long time. But in order to save wild cats in the wild, I think the only way that that is ever going to happen is if we can monetize those wild populations of cats so that the money generated from them actually goes to those local communities. And the only way to do that is through something that's decentralized like crypto or through these NFTs. So if you can imagine, I have a headset here on my desk, but um, it's covered in a flower crown, so I can't (laughs) quite put it on right now. But I have a headset right here on my desk because my vision of the future is imagine everywhere that these cats live in the wild, you have these 360 degree live streaming cameras. And these things are placed along paths where these cats hang out, their den sites, their watering holes, things like that. You put on your headset and you are right there in real time with those animals in the wild. But you have to pay for that subscription just like you would for Hulu or from Prime TV or any of those. And that subscription feed is then fed directly back to those local economies so that they protect those animals And they benefit by protecting those animals by having the same kind of lifestyle that we have over in the civilized world. And so it's only when that that wild space is preserved for those animals in its most pristine uh, way that if it can generate enough income for those local people to want to make that happen, that we manage to save all of these animals in the wild. And that saves all of us because we're gonna die if we don't have fresh air and fresh water and and forests full of animals. And the apex predators are the ones who ensure that that entire ecosystem is in, in balance. So I think it's a, a fabulous way to use NFTs, these tokens, as a way of um, connecting the wild spaces to the people who just want, you know, they want a break from their day. They come in, they're tired from working. They want to put on that headset and escape somewhere. They can see a heat map of, oh, I see over here on this camera in the Himalayas, there was a snow leopard pass through there. Let me go over and see what's going on there. And we can be everywhere in the world through these cameras and through this, this network. I, I, I love that. I'm not going to lie. Like, even the way you describe that, I'm, I'm 
I'm buying. I'm, I'm in. I'm in, Carol. But the thing, even while you were saying that, I'm thinking your the way the approach you're taking on this is going to disrupt the way we do charities. I feel that the way charity is done these days, it's very like, okay, here's a picture, especially with the animals. Here's a picture. Do you want to sponsor this animal? Okay, then donate. I'll send you a few pictures of the animal. Like, but with the younger generation, they want to be engaged. They want to interact they want to see they want to feel and this is a, the way you explained it there is a perfect way to do this for people to be excited about the helping animals to feel a part of it feel a connection and yeah man like i love it yeah I, I i didn't even i mean i've spoke to jordan briefly but i didn't see the whole picture and i love the vision that you've created so i'm excited i'm excited um, Imagine oh, you wanna... if you could gamify it, you know, so you're watching <laughs> yeah. and here comes poachers and they're after these lions and you you notify the warden right then and there. This is the GPS location of these poachers that are going yeah. after those cats. <laughs> That's how we save these animals. And everybody would be like, all right, it's, you know, it's four o'clock in the morning. It's my time to take over the cameras and watch this. Watch, yeah, animal watch, literally animal watch there and, there and then. And yeah, that's crazy. The fact that, and it's possible. That's the amazing thing. What you're talking about, I believe it is possible and it can be done. So, um, yeah, you've got a lot of work on your hands, Jordan. <laughs> but, like, but does it not just sound like that is made for the metaverse? Like, it, it, yeah. it really is. It's, uh, and it's, it's great. It's totally, full disclosure, not what I expected. <laughs> Uh, or what uh, Low and I expected. And that's no disrespect to you, Carol, just because I don't know any other 60-year-old who has that <laughs> understanding of how the applica potential applications for... I mean, you spoke about so much there, but in terms of conservation, gamifying it, the potential you know, revenue streams that could help really drive a, a significant change... Uh, with these issues that have been faced just now. And then, I mean, you really could go off from there and there's so many different places, but it's exciting. Um, and that is, that's something that we wanted to do since the inception of NFT Jungle Collective is to to bring that into, you know, the, the sandbox, you know, to, to have uh, those virtual spaces where people can go and see those, those animals now, what you just described is like a whole other level to, to that, you know, and having those cameras actually on, on site. Um, it, it just, that, that sounds amazing. I can't think of many people who wouldn't want to dive right into that world. Like yeah. one of my favorite programs, you know, Planet Earth. David um, Attenborough. <laughs> David Attenborough here. Morgan Freeman, I guess, in the States yeah. that narrates that. Like, um, yeah, I mean, um, it's like that when you see it in like 4K, it's like, wow, well, can you imagine that you got to kind of move around them and it'd just be uh, tremendous. So, yeah, like, yeah, we both, I was watching the camera closely. Yeah. And both Ben and I had massive big smiles while you were <laughs> explaining. That, that was, I was, ge I was genuinely <laughs> excited when you were telling me and I was like, wow, I, I can actually imagine that. And, that's what it's about is I think that what you're talking about there, Carol, is connecting to people in a different way. Like I'll be, I'll, like I'll, I have every, I've got good intentions of everything I do, but my main priority isn't helping the animals, my, my main priority. However, the way you've delivered that to me, I, I would want to, you know, and you've, and I understand how I can do it. 
and I see I see um, how it would work and stuff like that. And I think that's what needs to be changed for people, for more people to get on board. I don't know if you agree also, with that. Ultimately, it benefits people because those people who live around those animals then have a higher standard of living, just like all of the rest of us. And if you think about all of the wars and all of the disagreements that we have, it's because of an inequality of, of resources. This is something that could actually level the playing field around the globe where we all have the kind of income that we need to support our families. And we're all working together because this thing is, it's universal. I mean, there's animals all around the world that would be a party to this, that could be part of this network. And so if everybody is part of this thing to save the planet that we all live on, it's just, it just blows my mind that we actually are seeing a world where this is all coming together and it's all possible. The technology is there finally. Okay. So we want to know what's, what's the project called? Um, is it, what's the project called? How many NFTs are there? What's going on with it? Just, just break it down. I don't know if you want to introduce that Jordan yourself or you can have Carol. Jordan. <laughs> 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 so the project is called Cool Cats and Kittens, which, yep. uh, yeah, That's no problem. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just thought, oh, there we go. I was wondering where it was, Carol, to be honest. <laughs> it was on my headset. <laughs> this um, leads me on nicely. So we will have some very special Carol Baskin assets or Carol Baskin inspired assets uh, including um, the the headwear that's currently being modeled for us and uh, yeah so there's 7777 we like the number seven um, which will, will be in this project um, that'll be made up of 3333 which will form the pre-sale um, or whitelist and uh, yeah, the, the remainder will, will go to, to public sale. So we've, uh, our artist is knocked out the park. I'm obviously speaking from a very biased position here, um, but we, uh, for anybody who owns uh, an endangered beast rebel, so our current NFT jungle collective project, they will get automatic access to that um, pre-sale. And yeah, we, Obviously, you know, going back to, to the conservation side, we'll look to adopt 25 um, big cats. I keep going to say tigers, but there's there's lots of different big cats. And I know uh, that Carol's favourite is the bobcat. Am I right, Carol? Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, we want to help them all. Uh, what we are really, I guess, looking forward to doing in this is, you know, so we've try to, to include some real utility so we've got some some cool things that we're going to be offering so one of one of those for example will be uh 10 vip tours um i believe they're referred to as founders tours um at big cat rescue you know that's not something since covid i believe carol that's that's actually been done um okay. at at the sanctuary, so quite a special prize, um, which Carol's very kindly uh, offered to to lead those. So 
Um, this is this is the first time that we're we're announcing that that will be part of it. Um, we've got more to come, um, and what we hope to do and will absolutely be doing is telling the story of each of those big cats. You mm -hmm. know, they're adopted, so we really have always, you know, with the our, our current project and with this project, have always been about. What's the real life effect? You know, how does this tie back um, to, to what's happening in the real world? Um, and we, we felt like the best way to do that. And what Big Cat Rescue, you know, to um, just big them up a bit, is what they're fantastic at doing is telling the, the backstory um, of the, the cats which have, have ended up in their care. And so... Uh, we want to make sure that we're staying true to that. We think it means a bit more as as, as well um, to be able to to do it that way. So yeah, no, we're we're really excited for that job to come, which will be mid November. Um, so not too long to go now. So right round the corner, literally, guys. So I mean, obviously, this will be out before that, and everyone will be able to listen to it beforehand. Hopefully, guys, everyone even takes a part in it, but. I'm really excited, man. Like, like I said, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised in regards to the things in regards to Cavill's vision and how, and where you want to go. Because, I mean, I guess everyone can assume that anyone that comes into the NFT space that hasn't been in there speaking about it or set raving about the being in the NFT space, you, you think they're going to come in and just do a, a small little project, as I've seen. Uh, but um, your vision in regards to where you want to take it, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I mean... Talking about technology, I'm not sure. Um, let's, let's take it there because I feel that you probably know already. So, <laughs> like, have you started thinking about doing things around AR and um, virtual reality and stuff like that, that kind of thing? Actually, I opened the first and the second augmented reality zoos, one of them here in Tampa and one down <laughs> in Miami. And that was actually in 2019. Well, okay, so basically, you've been. You've, does anyone know that you're into tech like this? Have you been hiding this or this? <laughs> uh, you know, people who think they know me from Tiger King, they have no idea who I am. I am not the person that was portrayed in Tiger King, and yet the vast majority of people who who know my name, that's who they think of when when <laughs> when they hear my name. Whereas people who do know me, people that have been in our fan base, we have over I think something like three point seven million fans on Facebook and. I forget how many hundreds of millions on YouTube. And all of those people know that my ultimate vision has always been to end the trade in big cats, that I see a world where wild cats live free. And what do I have to do to get to that realization of that goal? And I think that, you know, most people can understand now that we shouldn't be wearing cat furs. We shouldn't be going to circus acts that use wild animals. But the big holdout has been zoos because all of us were raised being taken to the zoo and yeah. taking our children to the zoo. And it's only been in recent years that people have started to question that and say, what good is this really doing? Because none of those animals can ever go free. And so if we're going to tell zoos that they shouldn't exist, they have to have something else they can do that will make money. And that was why I spent so much time trying to figure out this augmented reality and see, you know, how can we create 
immersive situations where people could still come to the zoo. Those people still have jobs. They still have a way to do things, but there aren't any animals there. <laughs> the animals all get to live in the wild and we get to see them in the wild in real time through headsets, through projection on you know 360 degree domes, whatever we have to do to make it so that it's a humane existence for the animals and educational for people. And so that's that's what's led me down this path. It's trying to figure out how do I overcome this last uh, big obstacle to wildcats living free. Well, it seems like you're on you're on track, and I think that I think the world's catching up to where you've been for the last few years in regards to looking at AR. And I think like like I said, I feel like NFTs is going to be your, your the gate opening to this um, because as I feel that people may know your name for other reasons, but when they actually, I think it's going to give you a chance to people to understand and connect to you. Like when you're, if you're active in a discourse and you're, you're having these talks in clubhouses and whatnot, I feel that when people hear this side of you um, that they don't know, I feel that they're going to want to help and they're going to want to join. That's just my, that's just my impression. Cause that's all, it's all, it, it, it always happens. Human being, human beings judge people based on anything else. But when you come out and we hear the real you, um, it's perfect. Well, thank you for this opportunity to reach people that I've never been able to reach to talk about things that yeah. they actually care about and that we can all benefit from. Yeah, but ultimately, I think you've stuck to obviously sticking to the bigger picture in, in helping big cats and that's all you've ever done. In everything you've been involved in, you've, you've been focused on that and you continue to, to do that. So I'm behind you with that 100%. Um, well, Jordan, is there anything else you want to add in regards to the, the project-wise that I've, we, we haven't spoke about? I know we touched on a bit of utility um, obviously you talked about roadmaps and whatnot, um, but is there anything else that you're going to add? Do you feel that you're going to add physically or apart from the tours? There will be. Um, we. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dragging, I'm trying to get some more out of you. <laughs> yeah. so we're working with uh, another big, big name. Um, there's a bit of a clue in some of the artwork that's been re released. Um, so there's, you know, a American football jersey. So if anybody wants to go and do their homework and put try and put two and two together, they're welcome to do it. Uh, but I won't announce just, just yet. I mean, one thing that really was on my, my mind mm -hmm. from what Carol was saying there, you know, like, thank you for sort of introducing me to a community that maybe are not exposed to what she's doing. It's very much the same the other way around for, for us. What we are hoping to do that's maybe not quite been successfully done up until now is to really create that bridge. Um, you know, I, I think for so many people, NFTs, they might have heard the word, they maybe had a few conversations or did a quick Google, you know, I would say that you're definitely in the top, you know, kind of 20%, even if you've did that. Mm. Um, but certainly really, you know, kind of simple how-to videos, um, showing people the possibilities. I think conversations like this are massively important and i know that's uh, largely what you you do with your uh, with your podcast you know is to to open those those doors to people um i know for me uh, as somebody who you know was reasonably technically minded it still seemed a little bit of a daunting 
prospect the first time I created a wallet and you know wrote down my my seed phrase and transferred you know money in uh, and how did I get it out of my MetaMask and where does it go from from there? Yeah. And how, <laughs> so everyone's going to have to go through that that journey, um, and I think you know that the NFT community as a whole, like we can do a lot to to help people as they come in. Uh, I was super lucky to have uh, a real life friend who, you know, was sort of patient enough to, to kind of take me through that um, and give a level of comfortability to the decisions that I was making early on. Uh, not everybody's got that. Uh, and so that's definitely a big part of our plan is to, to be one of the gateways amongst hopefully a growing number of NFT projects, as well as, you know, the NFT content side that you're involved in, Sean. I think it's it's so important. No, it is. The whole onboarding side of it is so important. Uh, it, we, we got a duty, we all have a duty to play. Um, Carol, you mentioned about obviously the older demographic, having to explain to them and, and so on, and that is a lot of your fan base. I don't think it's a case that we should just dismiss them. I think that we, everybody, if you've learned, everybody can learn. I just think they need that kind of assistance. And like, it's people like ourselves, like Jordan, me, uh, and other people should be able to assist yourself. And even yourself, like you're very educated, Carol. I feel like you need to um, get in the space and start doing a few uh, tutorials and whatnot, because you seem pretty clued up <laughs> on what you're doing. <laughs> so um, I think whoever that? makes that simple enough that people my age can do it, that's the people who are going to win the internet. <laughs> Because it really needs to be easier than it is. Well, how how does it? How do you? How would you convince people to even look into it? Because I think that, I think that once there's things in place that can people can understand, but people don't want to understand it because it's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to. When you talk about NFTs, what the hell is NFTs? Blockchain. I don't want to know about blockchain and so on. So, what do you think needs to be done to kind of, yeah, to kind of open people's minds? Because, like I said, you've got open minds. You open your mind to it. Is it because it's it's you related it to the cats and you're thinking, well, this is something I can use, or let me educate myself about this, or literally just be inquisitive like that? Well, I think it's the only way to handle the payment streams from the cameras. I don't know of any other way that you could could um, make sure that monies from each individual camera is getting back into those local communities without creating some kind of a, you know, a PayPal or a credit card company or somebody else who is an intermediary that then can block the funds from getting to the people who really need to be benefiting, the people who are living in those grass huts next to those tigers. They need to be able to make it so simple that they can, through a cell phone, be able to get the money generated to themselves. So I think the way to make the whole NFT crypto thing beneficial and well i think that is the thing in order to make the bit the nfts and the crypto something that people want to do it has to be beneficial to them to the point where they're like i have to do this i can't i can't say it's too hard i can't you know pass it off i want to be a part of the solution so much that i'm going to sit down and go through it no matter how scary it may be and that's the the missing element right now there's not something that people can understand yet as like even with what I want to do it's not there yet and once it's there then I think people will jump on board because they'll want to save the cats that way but they need to see it happen first 
Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I think you, I think once you put things in place, uh, the rest will follow uh, because they will see. But that's, I think that's the case for a lot of people, isn't it, Jordan? Too. Also, the people need to see it before they believe it. <laughs> yeah, but I think the, I think the makeup or like the demographic of the NFT space is really going to change over the next few few years. You know, that's that's my prediction. Um, you know, just now, say in terms of intention. Um, initially it was sort of you know this is no no longer a derogatory term this is this is a, a compliment if anything but it was like the nerds you know the, the the people who were very into um that space who were first on the the scene and sort of reaped the reward and then what kind of closely come behind that along with them was the people who saw the monetary um potential of NFTs, and I think that's the, the point that we're at just now. We're in that space where most of the people who join, sort of a mixture of curiosity and uh, trying for financial gain, they're seeing these big figures, they're seeing what board apes are selling for, or crypto mm. they know a friend who's been involved uh, and has made some, some good money off of it. And I think there's another stage yet to come. Um, I think we're not finished and we won't be finished in that sort of uh, money-making criteria for quite a, a wee while. Uh, but that next wave that, that comes in actually will be for a whole variety of reasons because of all of the potential applications of NFTs. So whether it's those people who are joining because, you know, it's uh, an NFT associated with their football club for talking sake or a band that they love, um, etc. you know, that that's going to be where we see a massive influx of, of people. So, yeah, no, there's absolutely it's sort of endless uh, opportunities. I wish I had thought of uh, Carol's idea and the one to bring it up because it sounds it sounds amazing. Carol, I've got an idea. Um, let me see if you like it or not. Just to squash it if you don't. <laughs> but I know that you've got <laughs> I know that you've got a, a documentary coming out, Cage Fight, yeah. Yes, and and I see, I've seen the little clip, and it looks like you're a bit like the bounty hunter. You're on the hunt for all these 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 bad guys and whatnot. So, how do you see? Have you thought of a way how you can connect NFTs to that? I mean, I be- tried. <laughs> I tried. I reached out to the Discovery Plus people, and I was like, "This is what we've got to do. We've got to have NFTs for each one of the characters that are involved in this, and it's got to be something where there's like a call to action at the end of each show, where they get some benefit by having figured out some clue that was in the story. That then you know you've got this gamified kind of thing going on. And they said that they are doing NFTs with their puppy bowl. And that that's going to be their test case. So I hope that whatever they're doing works out well for them, because I was really hoping that the people at the NFT Jungle Collective were going to be our our um, flagship for making that happen for Discovery Plus. But it looks like they've already got some other group that they're working with, and I don't know who it is. And so I hope it turns out in such a way that they're like, yes, we want to do this with cage fight because i think that could make this show just so amazing if people could actually be involved and help us bring these bad actors to justice and save these animals and get them into legitimate sanctuaries and ultimately put me out of business i don't want to have cats in cages my ultimate goal is there are no more cats in cages so i think cage fight could be a way of reaching the masses with that story won't you stick to the same concept won't you put up a camera on yourself and like these bounty hunter, these bounty hunter documentary, they're trying to find people. You've got the camera. If you can, people can access that as an NFT. 
to your footage and you go on the hunt <laughs> literally <laughs> we're affordable affordable and you can you can report in and say look we found this person and, and people can be there with you on the hunt or maybe people can actually join you you can get a whole gang together and the entities will give the access to join a whole community to go look for these people i mean we laugh but it could be it could be a thing it could be. And actually, just a couple of days ago, I get calls if a bobcat gets hit by a car anywhere in the state of Florida, right. I'll run out to the scene to save the cat. And we put them through rehab and then we put them back in the wild. That's the only cats you can release are the ones that were actually born in the wild. And so I got a call the other day and I was two hours away. And so we put it out on Facebook and I said, okay, here's the coordinates. If anybody gets there, get your eyes on that cat so that you can keep your eyes on the cat until I get there. And unfortunately the cat was dead, but it worked. And it was like, dang, this is, this could be big. That's it. Man. We're onto something. We're definitely onto something. I think that that is that is the future. Like these things. Any, what's your thoughts, Jordan, on that? You said anything you can add to that, or what can we do with the the cage fight? Oh well, first of all, we need to make sure whatever this um, project that Discovery Plus are doing just now has to do very well, so that they the test case they, they yeah. know that it. This is this is the thing. I think we're at that stage just now where uh, we're seeing bigger organisations sort of dip their in the water you know the yeah. there's potential there but you know it's still sort of a risky and there's sort of a fairy dust element to to them and their, their minds uh to you know the, the crypto and nft space uh, so yeah no I, I love the game idea you know i think the uh sort of guessing what comes next uh you, you can see the community applications there as, as well you know for people getting involved and talking about you know what do you think and like, where are we at so far? So, yeah, I think, it, I think it sounds really, really cool. It can work, man. I mean, what was that documentary on Netflix um, when the guy was killing the cats? There was a documentary. It was murdering oh, the cats. Uh, oh, cats. No, no, no. Not that one. That guy was <laughs> killing cats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that oh. was shots of time. No, it was, what's, what's the other one called? Do you know what, what was it called? Do you know what it's called, uh, Jordan? What? The, 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 what was it called? Don't F with cats. Yeah, don't that F it? with cats. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone hunted, everyone was getting the clues and they were hunting down the person and they found him in the end, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. Ah. Yeah, so it works. The concept's there already. People naturally will do that. So I don't see why. There you go, man. Like, that's, let's, let's do it, man. I want to I wanna see that, Carol. And I believe, based on what you've been saying, I believe you're actually going to do it. <laughs> That's the thing, so I look, I look forward to it. But do apart you know, from... Go on. Sorry, do you know, I'm just thinking, so obviously Carol's uh, and Big Cat Rescue's got that massive Facebook following. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for anybody who's sort of been keeping up to date, Facebook are moving in a big way into the, the metaverse. Yeah. And uh, really looking to kind of capitalise on that. Um, I can see there being a real, that being a fantastic sort of crossover point for a lot of that community with a very much like a, a Facebook-led, at the time when Facebook's entering the game, um, associated with with uh, Cage Fight, that could be a pretty cool idea. Yeah, or even with Big Cat Rescue, we've worked with Facebook on all of the recent things that they've come out with, like with the um, watch, when that first came out, we were one of the first ones that they gave a show to, so well, actually they gave us three shows 
um, to try and build up that platform. And with Oculus, we've done stuff in the Oculus store with a game that people can go in and try to find out who has poached a tiger and they actually save the tiger and release the tiger in the game. So I am really looking forward to this new metaverse with Facebook because I'm pretty sure that they'll be calling on us to be a part of it. I can't wait. Yeah, and I think they should because, <laughs> because I feel that like you're going to execute very well. So I'm excited for you too also. And like, apart from that, NFT world, are you buying any NFTs? Are you out there? Are you interested in NFTs? If you haven't bought any, is there any projects that you're looking on you think you're excited about? The only NFTs that I've bought were the CryptoKitties, and then I bred a CryptoKitty and put the kitty up for sale, or put the offspring up for sale. I have not bought any other crypto uh, or any other NFTs because I just spent the time necessary to figure out which ones of those have potential to really, you know, be valuable in the future. I've been spending most of that time trying to figure out which cryptocurrencies <laughs> to be involved in, much less which NFTs, because, oh my gosh, there's a bunch of them to choose from there. Mm. Okay, so there's there's nothing out there, not even like, um, when I say NFTs, you don't have to be collectible, it could, it could be art, it could be a picture of a cat, you know what I mean? Like, the things that, are you looking out there, or just, it's literally just no time, or is this something you're going to be looking to, so people might be contacting you with their work? that you make, what would you be looking, if there's something out there that you could have uh, an NFT, whether it's a piece of art or something like that, what would it be? So if there's anyone out there listening, they could send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody did a, um, like a crypto punk version of me with the flower crown that I saw once. And it's like, I don't know where I saw that or how to get to that, or if it is one of the crypto punks or if that was just a knockoff on them. So um, I'd be curious about finding that and finding out if that has any value just based on the fact that my name has recognition at this point. Yeah, well, let's see. Everyone, anyone out there with the Carol Punk, obviously <laughs> send it on. You know where to find me. You know where to find that. She's interested, <laughs> she's interested. I mean, Jordan, what about you? Is there any projects that you've been in, into that you're really excited about? Yeah, I mean, th there's a few. Um, I, I will say that I'm guilty because we've been so busy with sort of preparation and background work and uh, getting things ready for this because it's quite a, it's, I mean, a fairly tight time scale that we're working to. Yeah. Um, I have not spent as much time recently, but really looking forward to the NFT avatar maker I mentioned before. Like, I think, you know, that's less of a, uh, PFP project more of a, a tool that everybody's going to be able to use so uh, we're collaborating with them just so happens but uh, you know being able to uh, create your create your avatar and play around with the different assets I think it's just really cool kind of step between sort of the uh, I know Fortnite sort of used as an example often um, yeah. Changing your skins and stuff like that for people who don't understand uh, NFTs uh, or their applications potentially. So uh, yeah, I mean it's certainly that uh, Bricto Punks, you know, is something that uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, look looking to get their their, their hands on. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've got a big regret story I could share in terms of what I didn't get into. Um, Don't tell me it's apes. Don't tell me it's about apes. One was board a board ape um, at a time where it just so happened to be particularly low, and my understanding just wasn't there. I thought I thought you I thought you pain. I was one of them too. I missed out on the apes. You, you were there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. 
it's sore. It's uh, yeah, it's painful. Uh, and then uh, V friends. So you know, I'm a, a big Gary V follower and have been since way before he was involved in you know NFTs, read his books, and uh, actually told my my mum even before it came out because she sort of follows and listens to him as well. Um, you know, we need to get on this and don't quite understand it. What's MetaMask and you know, what's yeah. the is it was really at that stage. And uh, we were, we're actually all geared up to, to purchase one. And then I don't know if anybody remembers, but it ended up being delayed slightly from the delayed a few times, and they one or two times, I think it did. Yeah, yeah, they, they were working some kinks out, and that ended up being away and just a bit distracted when it came out that time. I didn't really understand what I was missing at the at the time, in fairness. Um, but, I mean, there's a great example of a, a community that's, uh, yeah, I mean, look where they've sort of come to in such a short period of time. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's I do feel your pain on that. Like, I've missed out on a few projects myself. And I guess there's, there's plenty of projects to come to also. We can't, we're, very, we're at the very early stage. We've got plenty of great projects, including your one, Carol. Like, that's a great project. I think people should look into that. And it's going to, I feel like it's going to have a strong community. It's got a strong intentions behind it. And that's what it's about. I think the NFT space is helping, whether the real world or helping people, helping animals, doing something good, but also something that may create value over time. It's a win-win. It's just a win-win. I don't see, it just makes sense to me. I don't, if anyone's got a question, that's what you're going to look at the principles, what it represents and what you can do. So um, I'm really excited. But Carol, before we end the podcast, um, there's a question I've been asking people, and I'm really excited to ask you this question now, is I want you to explain how you see the world uh, in so a day in the, in the future, say 10 years, the world in the future with NFTs. So you wake up in the morning, and how do you see your world involving NFTs? I don't think we will call them NFTs. I think mm-hmm. that they will just be how we transact all business. Yeah. And it, it's like, you know, we don't refer to carrying dollars in our pocket. We just say it's money. And that's because, well, I guess other people in other places don't call them dollars at all, do they? But <laughs> I think that 10 years from now, it's just going to be how we transact all business because it just makes sense to cut out all of the middleman and get directly to what we're trying to do, which is exchange goods and services for something of value. Okay, I think it's a, a, a neat, a quite just over answer. Like it's good. NFTs is going to be the, just the norm in the future, just like our phone is. Like it, I definitely agree with you. So um, yeah. Also, Jordan, I'd like to hear your perspective too of that. Wake up in the morning. And, yeah. And the... How does your world look? Talk me through your morning. You wake up, you do this, you do that. Where's NFTs involved? Uh, I can see them being in my bedroom for a start on a digital, you know, screen. Sort of my my favourite picture being um, displayed and me even moving moving through them. Certainly, I think that um, rather than maybe going on playing PlayStation in its current form, it'll be going into the, the metaverse and NFTs, I think, will be... I, I agree with Carol, actually. I don't think they're going to be called NFTs either. I think there'll be, you know, different names for them then because it's such a an overarching term. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see, certainly, uh, when you go in your car, you know, there you've got, uh, whether it's the, your, your NFT collection being sh- shown there or, um, 
you know, on your, your, your smartwatch. I think it'll just become so much part of everyday conversation as well. It'll be the biggest change. I can see it being used for marketing and businesses um, massively as, as well. Um, and like from a community standpoint, I think that's going to really form like a core concept of just about every community. And you think about how many of those there are, you know, everything from sort of social justice causes all the way through to, to sports teams and TV shows that people are watching at any one given time. Um, I, I just, I can honestly see it just being interwoven, you know, so much so that we probably won't even notice it coming, to be honest. I think it will creep up on us. Uh, and in 10 years, we'll watch this back and people will say, oh, wait a minute, you know, it's actually it's 10 times what Jordan said on that podcast. <laughs> I think it's, it's, I agree with you both. Like we don't, we can't anticipate where it's going to be, but I do believe that it's, we are, technology is rapidly growing and we're just going to adopt because like Carol said, it makes sense. So yeah. if it makes sense, eventually people will catch on. It makes sense for a business. It makes sense for individuals uh, as a, as day-to-day life, the way we do things in every way. Um, and it levels a playing ground, which you said earlier on, Carol, that's, that's very important for a lot of people that haven't been receiving um, their rewards in regards to what they put out. And I just think it, it just makes sense there. So um, I'm excited. So I look forward to that. I'm going to have to refer back to this podcast, like you said, Jordan, and we can say, look, this was said at this point and look what's happened. But guys, thank you for coming on the podcast and speaking. Carol, thank you for obviously blessing you with your knowledge and then letting us know about your project. Um, where can people find yourself, Carol? Uh, what's the best place to, if you want contact or where's, where are we going to put out the information about the actual project? I would say go to bigcatrescue.org. And if you go to our website, you'll find our NFTs are listed there. You can just search for NFTs. Okay, perfect. And Jordan, where can people find yourself? Yeah, so at CCAK NFT, so Cool Cats and Kittens NFT, uh, and at NFT Jungle Co is our handle on, on Twitter, um, or on Facebook, Instagram any of those those places and uh and obviously connective discord communities as well so we'll you'll, you'll be seeing a lot more um or, and hearing a lot more from uh carol and and myself nobody's really interested in hearing from me to be fair <laughs> but, it's you guys I'm, that are gonna make this happen <laughs> that's it man i'm not no i think you're you're you need to be you're you're very a big part of this carol and, you, and the knowledge you have and the way you explain things like, yeah, you, you definitely need to be a spokesperson out there, whether it's just about NFTs in general. I mean, I don't know if Jordan agrees with that, but I'm, I'm like, this is what I genuinely believe. Like you've got, I think you've got a bigger part to play, play in this, definitely. Absolutely. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, that, it's exciting for us mm-hmm. to right now, you know, be the, the ones who are, sort of, you know, working closely and collaborating, uh, partnering with Carol because we're excited to show, showcase actually what, what she she knows. You know, uh, you're, you're one person who's sort of been surprised by, by what you heard. There's lots more to, to, to come. Uh, and that there's sort of a natural question that's often asked of us, you know, of like, why, you know, why have you partnered uh, with them, with Carol? And I think it would only take to listen to a conversation like this for it to be a very obvious answer. <laughs> 
Exactly. Can't even imagine how much abuse you guys must take because of people not knowing who I am or <laughs> <laughs> part of why we're doing this yet. No, this one. They're, they're, they're see soon, they'll see. But um, guys, once again, thank you for coming on and taking the time out to speak on the NFT Talks podcast. Um, thank everyone for listening and watching and everyone stay listening and stay blessed. Mm-hmm.